You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome to the Make Meaning Podcast. I'm Lynn Galadner, a writer, entrepreneur, and change maker, and I've dedicated my life to sharing stories of how people make meaning in their work and find purpose in their lives. You just heard a great original composition by my son, Asher Schreiber. This podcast highlights some of the great ideas and activities people do every day to make the world a better place. So much of the meaning we find comes from interacting with great people developing relationships that are mutually beneficial, and doing work that inspires. I hope you'll be inspired by the people you meet on this podcast. We all need to find a way to make meaning in the mundane. So today on the Make Meaning Podcast, I am so delighted to have four of my favorite students in the studio with me, who you're going to meet in just a minute. These kids are amazing writers and talented individuals who were part of the One Earth Writing Ambassadors Program. And I'll do a little shameless plug here. One Earth Writing is a nonprofit that I started in 2016 to create um, opportunities for students to find their identity and find their voice and build bridges between communities, meet people that they've never met before, and maybe one day become leaders who are not afraid of difference but celebrate it. So the Ambassadors is a really cool application-only program where students in uh, 7th through 12th grades can apply and be considered to take part in an amazing, I think it's amazing, eight-week program where they're writing, building leadership skills, making great friendships, and uh, changing the world one word at a time. So today we have four of our former ambassadors who are now senior ambassadors, and I'm going to turn the mic over to have each of you guys introduce yourselves, and then we're going to talk a little bit. So um, let's start with Rithik. Tell us who you are. Hi, uh, my name is Rithik Asali. I'm 17 years old, and I'm going to be a senior at International Academy in Troy. So a little bit about me is I really love sports. I've played soccer for 11 years really competitively. I've traveled to places like Las Vegas South or North Carolina just to play. And I really enjoyed writing, especially with the one-earth writing. Uh, just let me express myself in a way that words cannot speaking. And that's just me. Awesome. Welcome. Welcome. Um, so my name is Krisha Romani. I'm 13 right now. I had a birthday a couple months, a couple Happy days birthday. ago. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm going to into eighth grade this year. And a little about me. Um, I like to write because I want to help people and I want to create change in our community. And that's one of the biggest reasons why I applied to One Earth. Awesome. And what school? I'm going to Novi Middle School this year. Excellent. Welcome. Um, I'm Sabria Imami. I'm 16. I go to Detroit Country Day. I'm going to be a senior next year. Um, I guess I'm kind of a nerd. I want to be an author someday. That's why I joined this program. I loved One Earth Writing. I really felt like I could express myself, be with people who understood what I wanted to do, who loved what I wanted to do just as much as I did. Awesome. Welcome. Um, my name is Brenna Connolly. I'm 17 years old. and I'm going to be a senior at Mercy High School in Farmington Hills. And I like writing because... Well, I mean, sometimes you just, it's fun to show off. Um, <laughs> and other times it's just a good way to voice anything that you're feeling that 
you might not be able to tell anybody, like Rithik said, in words as you're speaking. But when you write it down, you have time to formulate your thought and actually think before you put words out of your mouth, which I think everybody needs a little bit of that censorship sometimes. Oh, yeah, for sure. So welcome, guys. This is so much fun to be in the studio with you. And um, I didn't realize we have three seniors because when I first met you guys, you were not seniors. <laughs> so time moves on, which is really cool. But I think um, one of the coolest things that I love about the ambassadors is that we do have students from a range of ages and communities. And I thought maybe we could start there and talk a little bit about how the connections are made despite age differences, grade differences, um, school and community differences. What do you think was... Um, sort of the linchpin that, that let the barriers come down and everybody sort of connect, you know, person to person, who they are at the core. What do you think? How do we do that? Um, I think knowing that all everybody who was an ambassador loved to write really made me not feel awkward being there. Uh-huh. I don't love meeting new people a lot of the time, but I knew that everybody that was there was in the same situation, same position that I was in what they wanted to do, even if they weren't in the same position in life. Uh-huh. And knowing that those people were so similar to me, it really made it easy to actually talk to them, to connect with them. Um, that's just me. I don't know about anybody else. Awesome. I think that um, having people, you know, break the ice with what they'd written and their form of art was very, very interesting and it connected us in the way that we found a new appreciation for everybody in the room's talent, even if we didn't know each other that well. Mm-hmm. And there was just a whole, I mean, there was appreciation for their talent and also appreciation for their story and the way they write and how that's been impacted by their lives individually. Absolutely. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, oh, for me personally, <laughs> I felt that a lot of the writing we did, it kind of exposed us as people and who we really were on the inside. Mm-hmm. So we could look past all our differences and just connect on uh, more human level. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And we all have like differences. Rithik likes soccer. I like basketball. Sabria really likes Marvel movies and whatever. Superheroes. <laughs> but <laughs> writing is what brought us together and helped us find connections. And even though we had differences, we had a similarity that we could all share. Yeah. So, you know, Rithik, you said something about just connecting on that human level and really letting sort of the superficial elements break down and, and being more open. Do you guys feel like you have that opportunity to do that in everyday life or is that a pretty rare situation? I think we learned from what we did in One Earth. So we met all these new people and we had to create connections with them. And we learned how to do that inside um, One Earth. And then we went into the real world and created those connections with other people that we wouldn't have if we didn't have the exposure we had. Well, that's the you. hope for yeah. sure. Yeah. But in everyday life, in school, at home, is that an option? Or do you feel kind of held back that you can't really say this is who I am for fear of judgment or, you know, not being included? Is is that a thing? I think that it depends on the environment that you're in mm-hmm. because, you know, obviously in One Earth that we all felt that it was a safe space to be whoever we want. But in places like school or even at home, like political differences or I don't know, like racial differences, gender differences, anything, you know, one of the big hot topics, elephant in the room kind of thing. You can't really talk about it. You kind of have to gloss over the fact that you have a difference from someone else and they don't want to hear about it. Yeah. Yeah. Any other thoughts? I think at a very young age, we're kind of taught that society is going to judge us on how we act, how we look and what we do. Mm-hmm. So I 
I feel like that we sort of build up this wall to kind of make us fit in with everyone else. And that really prevents us from being who we are. And One Earth Riding helped with that. I'm so glad. I'm really glad. Thanks, Lynn. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Thank you. I mean, I'm actually hoping that in your hands, these strengths are going to change our world. So I'm sort of giving you guys all the burden for this really messed up situation in our country, which is not new. I mean, the world is a difficult place, but also a beautiful place. And being middle-aged, I sort of feel like there has to be a better future, you know, and, and I feel like it's in your hands because I mean, I'll be around for a while, but not as long as you guys. So, I mean, what do you think? I I think we see teens making a huge difference nowadays. How do you feel being in that category? With social media, especially too, it's easier for younger people to connect with other people and get their voices out and heard and make change. Um, but I think with what we have now with the internet and social media, like I was saying, it's easier for people to connect with other people and talk to other people and have their voices heard. So you see social media as a good thing. It can be both. It depends on how you use it. Yeah. See, I'm a mom of teens, so I don't see it as a good thing, but I know there are times that it is. So I love to hear that. I like to hear the positive. So. Um, I think the world being in our hands sort of is a stressful thought. Like, I mean, <laughs> sorry, I, sorry, no, <laughs> no pressure, no pressure. I mean, I'm, I think about it and I'm like, I'm only 16, but knowing that really what I do and what people my age do, whatever we do changes the future. It's kind of terrifying because I know a lot of people that could really mess some stuff up, but I know a lot of people who could also undo any of that damage. So sure. I think a lot of the people that we've met here, a lot of the people that I know from school, I know so many good people. And I think that that's, it's really hopeful seeing those good people, knowing that the change that they will make will benefit the future. Absolutely. And I think there's a strong sense of pride to be in, in Pride Month, yeah. but I think there's a lot of pride in being in this generation of teenagers who are so outspoken and so strong and especially you know for example the parkland teens who are you know pushing so hard to fix something horrible that happened to them they don't want it to happen to anyone else and i think that's another good thing about us as teenagers is when something bad happens to us we realize that it shouldn't happen again Uh uh-huh and when Things that are happening again, like, well, I won't go there, but um, (laughs) things that when history repeats itself, Uh I think it just gets us more fired up and passionate because we're fighting so hard against it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I feel like history does repeat itself and it always comes down to competition or fear, um, people being greedy, wanting more for themselves and not feeling like there's enough to go around. And we see that around the world. We've seen that throughout history. Um, but yet, you know, sometimes it, I have these existential realizations that, you know, it, none of that matters. Why are people wasting effort on being competitive or keeping others down? You know, that there is enough beauty in the world that we all can have a piece of it and we can all be part of peaceful solutions. Um, so it can feel like a huge problem if you just look at the whole world and think there's just too much. How do we take it on? But that's why. The words matter so much that, you know, every story you put out there, look at what's in the media all the time. It takes over our thoughts and our fears and and the story. And when you have control of the words, you can change the story, you know. 
So um, what do you guys see in your futures? Like what kind of, you, you don't have to be held to this, but what kind of difference do you want to make like in your part of the world, the, the things that you can really impact? Have you thought about this? Yeah. Um, I think especially for us seniors who, you know, college is coming up and yeah. we're starting to have to make those big life decisions. For me, it's I want to major in zoology because I think that animals don't get a lot of help uh-huh. these days. Like uh-huh. everybody's so focused on people and fighting with other people that I think a lot of other more innocent, unproblematic creatures get caught in the crossfire. Yeah. And I think that they need a voice, too. And mm-hmm. also their voice becomes our voice because so many of them are key to our environment. Sure. So, you know, there's environmental stuff there as well that, you know, if we don't have them, we might not have the world as we know it anymore. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Um, awesome. To add to Brenna's part about, you know, us being seniors and going to college and everything. I don't know what I want to do with my life as like a career, uh-huh. but I know that whatever I want to do, I want to do something different. I want to kind of break the stereotypes because I'm like a 16 year old Pakistani girl. It's kind of like assumed like I have this life people assume for me. Uh-huh. I'm supposed to be a doctor or something. You know, uh-huh. I'm not going to be a doctor. <laughs> I know that. I don't know what I'm going to be, but I do know that that's what you I'm not going to be. <laughs> so I, I want to I want people to see me as more than just what I look like. I uh-huh. want to be, I want people to know who I actually am, not just what they see on the surface. Sure. So I don't know what I want to do, you know, long term, but I want to break the stereotype. I want to be more than what I just look like. Interesting. We're going to come back to that in a minute. I have a question for you, but that's really cool. Well, I want to be a lawyer when I graduate, and hopefully I will still want to be one when I'm a senior. <laughs> uh huh. But um, I have a lot of, I put a lot of emphasis on women's rights in the office. Obviously, right now, we have a lot more rights. It's much different than it was 50 years ago, even. Um, but it's it's not equal right now, either. Yeah. And I just want to create change. Obviously, if I'm going to be a lawyer, I'm going to have my own voice. I'm going to have my own... Platform? Yeah, platform to talk to. And so, you've been involved in politics, too, haven't you? Yeah, I... Gave a couple speeches for women's rights, I think, a couple months ago. That's so, awesome. Yeah. How did you get involved in doing that? Um, well, my aunt, her name is Anna Kassar. She is really involved in the political scene. Uh-huh. And she knows a couple people. Um, Christine Gregg, uh-huh. to be specific. Uh-huh. And she just had me speak. She looked at my speeches. I've given a couple before her. Uh-huh. And she, I wanted my voice to be heard. That's awesome. Yeah. That's pretty brave to get up there and especially at your age to just speak out and, and have people really listen to you. Mm-hmm. How did it feel? So good. It was like freeing. I don't know. <laughs> That's amazing. Congratulations. Thank That's you. really cool. Rithik, what do you want to do to make the world a better place? Uh, well, for college, I plan to go into business and engineering uh-huh. and I want to kind of stay here in Detroit or uh-huh. nearby because recently I was volunteering for Detroit Star Week and I saw a lot of young entrepreneurs uh-huh. and they really had ideas to help the community and I really love Michigan uh-huh. and I just want to help build up the community in Detroit and kind of rebuild it as a city that people can see as a place they want to go instead of somewhere they hate or, or fear. That is very cool. Yeah. Can you talk to my kids about that? Because when they leave, I want them to come back as well. So. <laughs> I love that. That's really cool. 
Um, so back to what you were saying, Sabria, um, and this is a question for you guys, you know, this whole image, what people decide about you based on what they see versus, you know, who you are as a person. How do you think you transmit that image, especially with social media? Everything is so kind of one dimensional. I mean, unless it's a video, but it's very visual. It's not necessarily the depth of who you are. So, um, I like, for instance, I, often have conversations with my daughter about the clothing we choose and what message that sends. And she thinks I'm just old fashioned, but that it does send a message. Anything you put on your body or don't is a message to whoever sees you. So how do you, how do you change that story or change the stereotype? Um, I think it's just by making your own decisions. And I think making your own decisions and choosing your own path really sets you apart from the stereotype that people assume. Uh huh. I need to, you know, think about what I'm going to say. <laughs> I just think that when I, like, knowing that I don't want to be a doctor, that's something I know people, more Pakistani girls, a lot of them, they want to be doctors, and I'm so happy for them. But that's their decision. It's not mine. Yeah. And so I know that I don't want to do that, and I'm happy knowing that. I, sure. But it's my decision. It's yeah. not anybody else has made that decision for me. It's something that I know I don't want to do. Yeah. So I think being able to make the decisions, whether it's with clothing or your career or whatever it may be, Making your own decisions, I think, really helps you helps set you apart from the stereotype or what other people assume about you. Sure, and I, I think yeah, go oh, ahead. Sorry. I think it all starts at home, uh-huh. like especially from a young age. Um, like you have to realize that you aren't your family members, you aren't your parents, you aren't your siblings, you aren't your grandparents, and you don't need to be. That's sure. okay. Sure, and. I think that's part of what I want to do when I'm older, too. I've always wanted to foster teenagers Uh because they have an image, especially portrayed in the media, that, you know, they're bad kids or that and the system is broken, but it breaks them, too. And I want to be the person who changes that for them. Yeah. And to have more people being born and, you know engaging in that kind of a conversation with somebody that they trust and then reforming their image so that they know they don't have to be that broken kid from the system is something like so powerful. That goes back to changing the words and taking charge of your story. And we've thought a lot about doing, um, sort of a, an outreach to kids in foster care to be part of one earth writing, you know, the ambassadors, because, you know, we, we reach out to all the schools, and kids are in school, but sometimes you just don't hear that message. So I even am working on a version of the program that could just be for kids in foster care, which would be really awesome. Um, so with only a few minutes left, I have to ask you guys, because this is going to be on iTunes and SoundCloud and everywhere, and tons of people are going to listen to you. Um, what do we adults need to know about teens today and about how you see the world? Um, it's important to understand that we have a voice because I feel like a lot of adults, especially in the political scene too, uh-huh. um, they kind of downplay our what our messages and what we think, what we feel, and they kind of kick it aside and they listen to themselves or their group or what they surround themselves with. And it's important to draw ideas from different people, different ba- people with different backgrounds, people mm-hmm. from different communities. Because it gives you a wider breadth of knowledge. Sure. I think also, like you said earlier, the world is kind of going to be in our hands soon. I think it's important to remember that and to remember that, you know, in a little while, like it's going to be our world. Like we're going to be the adults in the world. 
And I think it's important to remember that because we're teenagers now and people might, you know, kick us aside, like you said, because of our age right now. Uh-huh. But it's also just a little while until we're adults and we're going to be the ones that are kind of making the changes. And I think it's important that adults see that now because if they keep going on with like their lives, and they don't really include us in what's going on. Not only are we not going to know what to do in the world, we're just we're going to keep making more mistakes. And I don't want to like point fingers, but people like adults now, there a lot of them are making mistakes in what's going on. And I don't want us to be like that too. Sure. And I think if if adults include us now and let us have, you know, kind of take the reins a little bit now, uh-huh. I think it might help us more in the future with what, you know, what the world's going to be like. And that's why change is come like it's so obvious that change is going to come because so many teenagers are taking the reins yeah through you know today i had a conversation with a client who had um brought his 14 year old son to work he's he's giving him an internship for the summer and it's a a very technical kind of business um but 14 he's going into ninth grade and he's he's being included in the conversation he was on our call on speaker to learn about some of the PR and marketing that we're doing. And I thought that was the coolest thing because you want to be included. You don't, don't want to just be discounted as, oh, they're just kids. You know, that there has to be a passing of the torch, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Brenna, Rithik, what do you guys want the world to know that we need to understand about teens? I think that a lot of adults do need to consider that a lot of the time we do know what we're talking mm-hmm. about. Uh-huh. And on the off chance that we don't don't belittle us teach it to us sure you know because they're like you don't know what you're talking about and they just shut us down but i think they need to tell us why and you know give us the proper information and also that they need to know that the world has changed Uh since they've been teenagers and you know they're always like i was a teenager once i understand but it's very different now you mean there aren't phone booths to call your friends on? <laughs> no. They got neon sweatshirts it's and crazy. that kind of stuff? Okay. Yeah. It's not the 80s anymore? No. Sorry. Thanks for letting me know. I appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> and I mean, also, not just with, you know, style and, you know, driving to school instead of walking. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of opinion change and a lot of word, verbal, you know, change. And I think that they do have to step a little lighter yeah. because... There's a lot of things that were acceptable then that you cannot say now. Oh, yeah. And, you oh, know, yeah. <laughs> also, I think like on media, I always see um, things about people being on their phones and being upset about it. But it's just like, well, well it is what it is. What are you right? going to do? I mean, yeah. come on. I know. Well, and also, it's funny, I always tell my kids they can't have their phones at the dinner table. So it's become this no phone near food, and they make fun of me for saying that. If ever I take out my phone and Mm -hmm. I'm at the dinner table, they're like, Mom, no phone near food. You know, it goes both ways. Practice what you preach. Exactly. (laughs) Rithik, what are your thoughts? Um, They all basically summed it up, but just uh, in my own words, I'd say that we do have a voice and that we do want to make this world a better and more positive place where people can feel safe and be themselves. And I think that's our future. That is a perfect note to end this episode of the Make Meaning podcast on. So I want to thank Rithik and Krisha and Sabria and Brenna, One Earth Writing Senior Ambassadors and amazing, amazing people who I'm so lucky to know for joining me today. Um, so thank you to our listeners for tuning in to the Make Meaning podcast. You can find us wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And I'd love it if you would share our great conversations with your people so we can all add meaning wherever we go and whatever we do.